0: you wait <laughs> tell him show
1: Welcome back. Beards Watch Podcast, episode 232. Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. We're back via Zoom because everyone's just trying to stay healthy. We were live last week when Cheeks was in town. This is Cheeks' fourth or fifth week straight from Zoom in to live in, in North Carolina to now back in Texas. So, hope everyone's doing good. Cheeks, I guess you got back to uh, Lubbock, all right? Yep, got
2: back. uh was... Greeted by a nice little snowstorm. Uh, yeah, not a fan of snow. And then I still had to go to work, and my Volvo was like, you thought? So <laughs> um, it's, it's been fun. Uh, glad to be, be back. You know, uh, this is four in a row. Yeah. I'll, you know, hang my jerseys in the Raptors.
1: right? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, it, it it's kind of like I said with the turn of the events of COVID and everything. You you weren't on a lot beforehand, and now since we're doing a lot more Zooms and all that kind of stuff, it's good to be able to tap into other people around the United States or even like we had the guy from Ireland a couple months ago. So it's good. So your Volvo, did you didn't get to work, or did you would you have to call Uber? So
2: it's kind of a long long story, but I made it to work. But the location I was at, I forgot to get my key to to someone else before I left, so I didn't have the key. So I was like, "Well, let me go to my place to grab a spare key," and I was just sliding all over the road. And oh. I was like, "You know what? This ain't worked it." So the owner, he's got a big old truck. So I was like, "Hey man, you gotta come scoot me." <laughs> and so it's your boy up. Yeah, yeah. He he picked me up, and everything else was fine. But yeah, I noticed. Was, you know, it was it was, it was dead. I noticed your
1: uh, your girlfriend Rebecca had some nice snowy photos. She put on Instagram, and you weren't in any of those. So I'm yeah, guessing
2: I was
1: at work. <laughs> 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 fair enough, fair enough. I just wanted to know where you were. I didn't know if you were behind the camera or you were just like, nah, it's time to time to make sure the schedule's right and make sure people are in line over there since you were gone for a week.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> All right, well, Chiefs, where can people find you if you want to be found?
2: Uh, Twitter and Instagram. I am the maestro. Uh, Facebook. Speaking of Facebook, just a little side note. Not to get too political,
1: but <laughs> have,
2: have y'all seen some of these conspiracy theories on how like Trump is still going to be there for four more years?
1: I haven't seen any of those, uh, no.
2: Oh, man, I got screenshots for days. Don't worry, I'll share
1: later.
2: <laughs> your, your algorithm is, like, tailored to that. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you, you've done gone down the wrong rabbit hole there.
2: <laughs> but, but, yeah, it's uh, also Cheeks at Facebook.
1: All right, then Duvall, I was going to have you in last week, but we were kind of packed down here, so I figured I'd have Jeep subbed in since he was a little hurt. He ain't been on in a while, so good to have you back. How you been?
3: I've been good, man, and and it's, it's cool. It's always all love, man. You know, I'm glad uh, Jeeves was able to step in for me, but uh, everything's been good. I can tell you that it's been an adjustment to get back to work yeah. the past, like, week and, a, week and a half coming up. Man, those two weeks off was really – they were needed, but it was, like, too short. And then when you get back, of course, you get so many emails. So, yeah. um, But I'm doing pretty good, man. If you're looking for me, it's Rod vs Duval on Twitter, just Duval on Instagram.
1: All right, and for me, it is Gerald Nation on Twitter and Instagram. The Beards Watch podcast on Facebook, and you can find our podcast on Spotify, I- iTunes, SoundCloud. The Beards Watch podcast, and then of course, if you want to see our YouTube videos, our brewer reviews, our Beario cards, we got a ton of those coming your way. Got a little. Did Cheeks actually get a victory while he was here in North Carolina? You have to wait and see. We got a ton of those lined up. Duvall's on a couple. I think Duvall might have got a victory on one of uh, the double dash. and so we got all those good times. And all that good stuff coming up as well. So find us on YouTube if they see me rolling. And then if you're really feeling crazy, you can go buy a t shirt and all that good stuff. So now I'm going to pitch it back out to Cheeks. This was Cheeks's uh, kind of idea to get this guest on. I always pre- appreciate when people bring other ideas or other guests in mind in. So, Cheeks, take it away.
2: Yeah, so uh, the guests we have tonight, I've uh, known them since high school. Uh, we were on the same wrestling team. Uh, I think we're two years apart. And... It's one of those situations where, like, you don't notice somebody, but, like, you know, you're always around them. It's like, oh, this dude's just a little pretty boy, skinny kid. Like, I'm not sure why he's out here. And then uh, my senior year, I made it to, to, to uh, States. And his match to get to States, he was literally um, – it's hard to explain, but someone threw some legs in, had him in a power half, Cranking it, I mean, cranking it. I mean, his 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 like shoulder was like six inches back away from his neck, Ooh. like and and and, 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 like, and like the thing was, if he goes over, he loses, doesn't go to states. If he just thugs it out, he wins and he goes to states. And that that whole time, I was like, there ain't no way. It's, it was like it was like a minute left, you know. I was like, there, there ain't no way, and I, he's. Humped it out and i was like damn all right maybe this kid has something you know uh fast forward i graduated and you know just sometimes you see special things in people so i was like you know our wrestling coach he, he was a great guy great guy but as far as like the wrestling part of it it wasn't the best <laughs> so um I started to come back like hey man like if, if, if you just listen, I, I got you like you know I'll, I'll help you with techniques like the match stuff like you know and then fast forward you know now he's the second best in, Amer- in America at his weight so you know it's been um, it's been a journey. I've been proud to see him take the floor Jamel. Thank
0: you so much for that humble introduction. <laughs> Let me give my ass beat. ass beat. I mean, but that's wrestling, though, man. Like, if you can't, I guess that, that is a telltale sign. Like, if you can't take an ass whooping, like, probably ain't going to make it that far, because some things going to be better than others. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Austin definitely, he definitely encouraged me to keep wrestling. I always wanted to keep wrestling, even after he left. But, uh, like you said, Coach Bowles, I love him to death. Like, Absolutely love Eugene Bones to death, but uh, he. I remember there was a time where uh, it was after uh, Austin had graduated too. Like he was like, "Hey man, that's all I got." All right. We're gonna work on more conditioning, more push-ups for that
1: double leg, and, you know, squats and all this other stuff. He's like,
0: "But hey, that's that's it. That's it." And at least he was honest. Yeah,
1: you know? that's true.
0: I knew what I was working with.
1: So, how did... But, Jamil? how did you come upon wrestling? Like, what what drew you to it? Uh, my dad told me how to stay in shape uh, <laughs> for football season. Yeah. And I was just like, hey, why not? Like, my uncles wrestled in high school. So, I was like, oh, I tried it. And uh, I wasn't very good. <laughs> I mean, I was
0: trash freshman year. I think I won, like, two matches. And I got text against... Uh, Luis Ramos or remember him? Oh yeah, he beat the piss out of you. Yeah. Absolutely. After that, I was just like, at first, you know, you get kinda mad, but I was the type of person I was like, I gotta get my face back. I'm gonna come back next year, win a couple matches, and then we'll walk away by I fell in love with the fight.
1: So is Cheeks, you could talk about it too. I feel like wrestling with other sports, there's natural people who are really, really good at it. But the, is there a part of it where people are really good at, but you also have to put the time in for technique and skill set, as you were saying with your coach, could only tell you so much? And then you said when you first started, you weren't as good, but now you we're going to get into a little bit. You're about to go compete potentially in the Olympics. So I feel like that's a far cry from where you started.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean – I would say it's a little bit of talent, a little bit of hard work. Yeah. With wrestling, like anybody can be good, and then you don't know when you're gonna be good. Like okay. It's like there's no sure sure thing that like, all right, like this kid is taking off. He's taking off, and usually, you know, those fast like they just climbing the ladder, climbing the ladder. Usually, they drop pretty fast because it's like a moment thing. They had a couple good things go. They they may be flexible or or this or that, but my journey is more so been like a very grueling one I would say, but uh, I just like, my thing is I think I've just outlasted people and I've been able to enjoy it a little bit more and not let it like eat me up inside. I mean, at my, my freshman recruiting class going into UNCG, I was the only, the only non-state champion recruit. Wow. The only one. Like, and and that's his fault. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely my fault. But uh, <laughs> the humbling experiences, I guess, like you know, you I'll be wrestling with these guys, and some of them, my uh, my practice partner Eric Chandler, uh, he was one time we we're wrestling, and he's like, "Man, dude, like we're wrestling live right here, okay? We're wrestling live," and I was like, "I am wrestling," live. and he was like, All right, dude, just, "Just, just keep going, keep going." <laughs> but like then I. You have to make a choice, you know, go, uh, at the end of school year, there was a summertime, and my coach, at first I was going to leave, and I was like, ah, i work out at home. And then my coach was like, do you want to be the starter next year? And I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not leaving. I was like, where am I going to stay, this and that, that, and this. And then, like, he checked all the boxes. Next thing you know, I stayed the whole summer. And then whenever everybody came back, and I started taking people down and turning people. It was like, oh, man, I'm like kind of – feeling kind of sick today maybe, and then like, <laughs> it kept going, it kept going, and you know, I, that's, that's just been my thing, I've just been kind of like eating away, eating away, eating away, and I started wrestling late, you know, for me to be doing what I'm doing, most people in my, in my, uh, in my weight class, or like, what I'm doing, what I'm doing, has been wrestling since they were like 10, 11, I started when I was in high school, and I only wrestled during the season, never wrestled out of the season, I really basically started wrestling when I got to college.
1: <laughs> so where was that football moment? Top. Yeah, where was that moment? You said you did wrestling for football when you realized, okay, football's not going to be it. Maybe I should pursue wrestling a little bit more. What was that? Yeah, sophomore year. Sophomore year.
0: <laughs> sophomore year for me. Like, I started winning a couple matches. You know, it felt good to, like, win a fight. You know, it's a controlled fight, but nonetheless a fight. Yeah. and uh I thought it was so much for me that I tried to quit football, but my dad was like, no, we're going to play all the way into the end in of your senior year. And I was like, I am five 5'5", 135 pounds. I'm not playing football in, uh, yeah. I'm not play football in college. I was like, I'd rather invest my time in this. He was like, no, not going to fucking quit football. You're going to continue your senior year. And I was like,
1: yeah. Oh, so how was that then? What did you end up playing? You just... What'd you, what position did you play in, in, in football? Uh, running back. Okay. I play running back. That was it. Uh, well, freshman, sophomore
0: year, I played corner. And then when I got to varsity, I played running
1: back. Do you feel like it helped you? I mean, obviously wrestling helps you with football, but did football at all help you in wrestling at all? Or is it more just, you know, this is now – did you turn your attitude just like, this is going to help me keep it in shape so then when I get to wrestling season I won't be a little bit off at all? Yeah, I don't think football
0: helped me with wrestling. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. Fair I mean, enough. It
0: made, I think wrestling made me a better running back. Yeah. Right? Like a little bit more tougher. You know, I can deal with things and my body in funky positions and keep running and, you know, shut people off. But yeah. If it was the other way around, no. I don't <laughs> it helped me become a better wrestler. <laughs> wrestling wrestling makes you better at wrestling.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Duvall, I know you got something cooking in there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask,
3: like, you know, you've, since high school through college and now as a professional, what's like been like the the worst fight where you just like, damn, I got my ass sweet. Well, and then what was like the best fight? Now, granted, the best fight you may not have won, but maybe it was one where it was somebody that was so much better than you and you didn't think you were going to hang as tough as you did and whatnot. But what, what would be the two that stood out like the worst and then maybe the
2: best one? I'll tell you the worst one. <laughs> Oh, shit. I'll let him have it. Actually, there, there might be a couple. But, <laughs> okay, there's there's, it, there's two that come to mind. One, uh, the Semis his senior year at states. Now, I was pretty plugged in. So, like, I knew who, who was good, who wasn't. And I told Jamel and Coach Bowles that at the beginning of the season, I was like, he goes 140 state champ. He goes 130 state champ. He goes 135. It's not happening. Like it's just, it's, it's it's not. Because there's this kid named Corey Mott. Ended up being a four-time state champ. His dad was the first national champ at Carolina, and his dad was the coach there too. So this kid's been, been on the mat since he was four. Wow. And he was he was like 511, 135 pounds, just wiry. Like if 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 you pick, oh like the the. Worst possible matchup for Jamel. It was Koyma. <laughs> like, the worst possible matchup. And I told him, Jamel, being the competitor that he is, he was like, "I'm, I'm going to do it." And i was just like, "All right, will still like, I'll coach you, and you know, we'll see what happens." But uh, this this dude's different. So match up comes. They meet in the in the semis. And at this point, Jamel had not lost. I mean, he was just beating everybody's ass, like everybody. He was clearly the, the uh, second best guy. And it starts out, you know, they're fighting and they're, and they're going out of bounds, and, and Jamel just like throws it. I mean, like, it, it, it was big. It was and my Qumai, own like, That's how good it was. <laughs> it was my own time. Gets up with a smile on, on, like, on his face. And I'm like, oh, shit. He's, this isn't good. He comes back, low single. Jamel goes down. He gets on top and, like, just starts turning all types of him. I mean, just beating the shit out of him. And at one point, I'll never forget this. Jamel's on his back, and Cory Mox like, directly, like, standing over top of him. And, like, Jamel, <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but he, like, throws a punch. And Cory like, throws one back. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Jabelle lost like 16-2. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it was it was seventeen to one. I remember the score, trust me. It was seventeen. And you get tapped at fifteen, by the way. Fifteen points over the other guy. It was seventeen to one. And when I threw that punch, you gotta understand, like, I'm getting humiliated. <laughs> like, I have number one, I was supposed to be on the opposite side of the bracket any damn way even matter but I am getting humiliated and I'm just like yo like this guy's kicking my ass like I gotta show that I'm a man like I'm gonna lose I'm gonna lose with some style alright like, I was like alright I ain't no bitch right? well, without that a frustration, well, without a frustration. Yeah.
2: yeah so the best part of this is Coach Bowles is sitting beside of me and like Jamel's just getting like beat up at this point Bowles looks at me he's like oh he's the real deal I'm like Yo, I've been <laughs> telling you this the whole season, the whole
1: season. And see, what people don't know about Cheeks is, I found out very early on when when I met Cheeks and hung out with him in extended periods of time, is like, he's not lying when he says he knows his stuff. Like, we would, I would be asleep in the dorm room, and Cheeks would be like, I'd wake up and he'd already be on his laptop watching so and so's matches from so like all and like studying. He'd be like, yo, you gotta watch this. When we were at the bars one time. During the NCAA tournament, is about the wrestling NCAA tournament. He would have the bars turn the channel to the wrestling tournament while we were out drinking. So like, Cheeks does know that's what so he yeah he does know what he's talking about in, like very weird way of that's like everybody has their thing that they love some weird way and that's Cheeks stuff. So I have a feeling like you said when you are like hey I told you man I told you what you need to do but you just gotta sometimes just sit back and go okay all right so. Yeah, and
0: I was okay with that too. I mean, but that's also like a testament to like why I am why I am at the place that I am right now. Because I mean, of course I wanted to be a state champion, but like it wouldn't it would have never sat well with me, like, if I went up and I won it. But this guy was the baddest of the baddest. Like, everybody wants to clash swords with, you know, a gladiator or whatever. You know, so like I wanted to test myself, and that's the whole point about wrestling that I learned, is like, constantly test yourself, constantly push yourself, and I'm not going to lie, I watched a lot of Corey Mox matches, and I, watching them as, you know, a young kid, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, I was like, but <laughs> I'm going to figure it out, I didn't figure it out, but <laughs> it was fun, it was fun, and I got third that year, but lo and behold, Nikita saw something in that pitiful match that I had,
1: and he was like, maybe I can make that guy good. So what would I'm be punch? Yeah. <laughs> what would be as Duvall's Second part of the question. Your well, your best match. My
0: best match. My best match. I don't know what would be my best match. Well, my best match. I would say my best match was. Uh, it was like 2012 at the University World Championships. It was like for third place, wherever I'm wrestling Romania. And of course you're at the University Worlds, like everybody's good, but it's like an age cap of like 27 or something. But uh, the, the guy we're wrestling, you know, he does some stuff, I do some stuff. And then he gets mad because he tries to throw me and I, I caught him on his back. And uh, wrestling, you can challenge it, you know, uh, they'll go back review it, and they went back reviewed it. And if you're wrong in your challenge, then they penalize you more for being wrong and stopping the match. So he gets super pissed, and like wrestling, we're pummeling, and sometimes people get punched when you're pummeling or kind of, sorted And he punched me in the, in the penis. <laughs> <laughs> I was just so furious. I wish the match the matches are like on UWW website, but. I don't think it's on YouTube, but he punched me in the penis, and I was just like, I am gonna freaking rip his head off. So I, I just literally snap down. I get him in a front uh, a front headlock, and I just gator roll him from my feet. Like from my, feet. that's how angry I was. I just gator roll him, pinned him, and I think that was like the best match because I think I was battling something in my head. I was like, ah oh, man, I'm in the, you know, I'm going for third place. Like I'm, this is the bronze match. I had all this like weight on me, and then prior to that, Max Nowry had just won the world title at his weight below me, so I'm following up on that, but when he punched me, I was like, I don't even care about this, I just want to kill him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, I do remember UNCG, they cut the wrestling program, was that your sophomore or junior year? Sophomore year. Sophomore of year. My sophomore year. It, so, yeah. what did you end up doing, did you transfer somewhere to keep wrestling? No, I, so, uh, the, the head coach that was there, Jason Lukitas, he took it upon himself to, uh, get a building. He started a, a nonprofit called Yes Wrestling,
0: uh, Youth Education Sports. We got like this old truck stop type of building or whatever, garage thing, bought some mats, put some mats in there, and he just sent us some tournaments, man. I mean, literally, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. Okay. No, I wouldn't be here, like. The day that we got the news that our program was dropping, I went straight to, like, the recruiter's office. I was about to, like, enlist into the Air Force or something.
1: I remember that. And, uh, I remember Chiefs mentioning that. I remember that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was like, man, I, like, I got to get out of here because I didn't know the stipulations or whether or not they're going to honor our scholarships and stuff. But, uh, yeah, he just, I went to his office, I was like, hey, I'm going to the Air Force. And then he was like, like, relax. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's like, relax. <laughs> but this is, you I'm sorry, but this is all the same day.
1: Yeah.
0: It's all the same day. I was, like, I was like 19, so I was freaking out. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. And so, like, uh, but yeah, he took it upon himself, and he sent this to Nationals, sent this to a couple tournaments in New York. uh, uh, we went to SunKiss back in the day when they had tournaments. Um, it was solely because of him of why I'm here right now. And he told me to he say, like, "Hey, trust in the process. Uh, if you want to keep wrestling, we're gonna wrestle with Greco. But if you want to keep wrestling, you can wrestle with me. This is what I'm gonna do." And at first, I'm just like, "Okay, like, I, I don't really trust people that much." and <laughs> You know, I knew him for like two years, which is not a long time for me to want to trust somebody, but. but yeah. I don't know. He was, like, so sure and confident about it. I was like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, man,
1: like, I owe a lot to him. I owe a lot to him. Did UNCG keep y'all scholarships through that? And let you, and you, Okay, so they kept your scholarship. Yeah. But if you wanted to transfer, they would obviously let you transfer, right? Yeah, a lot of guys did. Like, yeah. uh Chomsky, he went to Purdue. Purdue. Okay. Uh,
0: Terrence Zaleski went to uh, Pembroke. Uh, Brett went to Chattanooga, you know, yeah, guys, like, you know, went different places and stuff, but a few of us Mm -hmm. stayed. Me, Kayla Williams, uh, uh, Eric Chandler, Keith, uh, Elijah Adams. Yeah, a couple of us stayed, and, you know, we kept wrestling. It was fun, man. It was fun. It was definitely an experience,
1: though. All right, so you get done with college. What kind of put it in your mind to – keep keep at it you know at some point you got to hang up the uh, hang up the shoes but you're still at it and you're about to you know are you you trying out for the olympics what kind of taught through that process and where you at where you are now and what you're about to do
0: well yeah so like getting out of getting out of college i didn't um i didn't know what i was going to do for sure but talking to lakitas i was just like uh you know he wrestled for the army when uh he was younger So that was an option. That was like a a door that I had. And then I I took my time trying to figure out what I was going to do. That seemed like the only door. So I took it. Um, I wrestled in the army for a little while. It didn't work out for me. I just needed more guidance. Like I was in the room with Harry Lester, uh, Spencer Mango, freaking Joe Betterman, uh, uh, Jamil Byers. Like these are, these are like, Great guys. And, you know, Lester and uh, Mango, they've been wrestling since they were kids. And once again, like, you got to kind of think, like, I wrestled in high school, but I, I really started wrestling in college, kind yeah. of, sort of. You know, I, was just, I just so happen to have a knack for fighting and pushing through the paint. That's what got me so successful in high school. But college, that's when I started wrestling. So, like, I just wasn't getting the coaching at the time that I needed. I needed, like, detailed coaching, working on specific different areas, parterre, arm drags, this and that. I needed to break it down a little bit more. I did that for a while, and then after a while, um, I left, and that's when I decided I wanted to wrestle for Lukitas for my last little hurrah. And um, yeah, it kind of worked out. I didn't think it was gonna work out. Um, Being in the Marine Corps, he told me you can join.
1: We'll see what happens. (laughs) And I just I took the chance. Uh, I'm, I like to take a lot of chances, but I took the chance, and I was like, all right. But it worked out, and now I'm number two in the nation, and it's it's going up and up. It's slow, it's slow, but I'm, I'm getting there. So, how has that pro- slow process? So, you were you're talking to us before the podcast started. You're about to leave in a couple of days for Paris as the first kind of big tournament they're going to try yes. since COVID. How how's that training been and do you think it's going to actually happen once you get there? you think everyone's going to be, be good? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah.
0: 100%. I think mm-hmm. uh, training's been
1: good, and we're not going to Paris. We're going to Nice. Oh, Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think everybody's going to be – I would say 75% of
0: people are going to be ready. Like, And this is an international event, so if you're going to an international event and, like, I mean, I've been tested for COVID twice this week. Uh, we gotta get tested when we get over there. There's like paperwork and you know all these all these different things. Like if you're going to an international event, you're gonna jump through every single loophole, not loophole, but loop or whatever to do this. Turn this paper and get tested 72 hours before you get on the plane and get the results. And you have to get the ambassador signature and this this that. You better be damn ready. <laughs> <laughs> you better be damn ready. like. I don't, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, but big hitters are going to be there. The world champ uh, of last year in my weight class, uh, Barrero from Cuba, he's, he's going to be there. So I'm super excited to wrestle him or get a chance to wrestle
1: So what happens, like, what are your goals at this tournament? And how do you, does this one, if you win this or whatever it may be, get you possibly to the Olympics? Uh, nah, no, no, nah. this, this
0: doesn't, I'm, I'm already qualified for the Olympic trials. Okay. So all I have to do is wrestle through the Olympic trials in April win the entire tournament, and then not go, this tournament is more so like, you know, what your whistle type of deal, you know, yeah. like uh, the last time I've competed was in March of 2020. And, you know, now it's January, 2021. Yeah. It's almost been an entire year. So this is more so like, Getting in the back of the swing of things, feeling the pains of cutting weight, uh, you know, getting that competition mindset, getting on the plane, you know, just that wow. whole environment, getting back into that mindset. Cause you don't want your first, you know, competitive competition of being something of so heavy weight in April. Like yeah. I don't want to sit in the dark, sit in the dark. And then of course I've been working on things and changing a couple of things and how I wrestle and stuff. So I want to put this all into practice at this tournament. So that's what this tournament
1: is. Okay. So it's, it's just it's kinda a, like an exhibition match per se.
0: Yeah. Okay. But it's gonna be a lot of great guys there, like top level guys. The literally, like I said, the world champ from two thousand and nineteen is gonna be there. Okay. If nothing happened in So like um I almost lost my train, I think I like I lost my
3: train of thought. But um so, okay, so, like, if you're in April, you mentioned the Olympic trials. So, when that time comes, um, do you have to finish and win it all in order to be qualified for the Olympics? Or do you have to just finish top three,
0: top four? How does that work? You got to be number one. Okay. If you're going to the Olympics, you got to be number one. You got to beat everybody. Uh, I'm not sitting out. Uh, the guy who qualified the weight, Sancho, Alex Sancho, uh, he'll be sitting out. In the final finals, right? And then uh, I'm qualified, but I didn't qualify the weight. So everybody else other than Sancho is going to wrestle each other. Then whoever wins that mini bracket, or they call it the challenge tournament, then whoever wins the challenge tournament goes to the finals with Sancho. And then you wrestle a best two out of three. You know what I'm saying? So you got to win the best two out of three. Whoever wins that, that person is the representative for the United States at 67 kilos.
1: Okay. It's going to be a long road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, do you feel like you can make it happen?
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think this time, you know, the quarantine time, well, uh, it kind of sucked. But, like, I think I needed to get a little old. Uh, <laughs> and I needed to, like, reset my brain, my mindset. And during, during the quarantine, I think I did that. It was very stressful. But I <laughs> did that. And now working, having such a long workup and being able to nitpick and try to fix things and try to understand, like, my wrestling, I think it's it's come a long, long, long way because I'm, I'm more so a student of wrestling, especially even though I'm older and I should already have everything kind of together. But like I said, I kind of started late, so I've really been, like, studying a lot and trying to fix a lot of things that I've been going wrong.
1: And I think this time has helped me. What will it mean, like, mean to you to be able to represent USA if you do get to the Olympics? Fucking everything. <laughs> I mean, and...
0: I mean, that's an understatement. Like, because, like... I guess, like, with my life, like, people... There's no... I'm... I am I guess I, I'm going to sound a little weird, but, like, I'm pretty sure there's nobody out there in USA are uh, in American wrestling that thinks that like, Oh, Jamel Johnson is a contender. like even me getting second. I'm pretty sure like I have a lot of naysayers because I've had a lot of ups and downs and I, sometimes I'm not very consistent because of the, you know, the life choices I've made changing from different military services, but it will mean so much because like I didn't start when I was young. I wasn't very successful, you know, as it came and I, I took hit. After hit, after hit, after hit, even though people are like, oh man, like how long you've been wrestling? Like nine years, ten years? I was like, Oh, I've been wrestling like for 14 years. Like, dang man, like you're like young to the sport. And for me to make that, I mean, it would just be like everything. It's like it lets people know it. It doesn't time does matter, but it it's not the deciding factor. You get what I'm saying? For people who are afraid to keep competing or they feel like they're they're falling behind, or the race is too far, and, you know, they're just trying to catch the rabbit. Like, sometimes you can't catch the fucking rabbit. You know, that's, what I'm that's what I'm trying to do right now, is I'm trying to catch the fucking
1: rabbit. So but I also have a very optimistic mindset. I feel like if you get this, and you get to Olympic trials, you may have a, a story to sell to Disney or something, man. I mean, from from what you're talking about, like you said, you bounce around, you got to college, it canceled... The wrestling program, then you hung around, then you went to the Army, then you went to the Marine Corps, then you had other stuff going on. I mean, this is setting up for a good old Disney Paramount-type movie here deal we got. If you, if you get all the way to the top here. so Write
0: a book. Somewhere. Write a book. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have gotten that from, like, everybody. I, I bet. Because it sounds
1: that. wild. Now, have you went back and told your pop shit? I told you so. I told you I wasn't going to make it to the NFL, and now look where I am here with wrestling.
0: Yeah, I definitely joked. I definitely joked you him. Austin Austin knows my dad. Like I I remember telling him, I was like, Man, like my, my dad just doesn't get it. Again. I was like, he just doesn't get it. Again. I was like, it's not gonna happen. I should put all my time into wrestling. I should put all and Austin was like trying to get me to go to summer summer Yeah, uh, I was like I was like, Hey man, everything. like this
2: there's like a tournament, like I'll pick you up in, in like everything. Like I'll 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 pay you know he's like, No. It's 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 my dad. I was like, well, let me talk to your dad. Like, you know, because, like, I mean, I always told Jamelle, like, hey, dude, like, you do have a future in this. And, you know, I don't like to put limitations on kids, but it was like, I don't think football's (laughs) (laughs) I
1: know it. Everybody has that moment playing sports growing up. You realize – Either sports ain't for you or you have your, all right, I'm going to peak at middle school. I peak at sophomore year of high school. Everybody has that, you know, so you got to realize it. But sometimes parents, they get blind eyed because they just want to see, kind of live a little bit of themselves through their kids, but they just want to keep seeing you because they also know this is the last of like their kids playing a particular sport that they'll ever kind of see. So I get it on both sides. But, you know, we've all been there where it's time to hang up the shoes or the cleats.
0: And the biggest thing for my dad, he was, he never let me quit anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? like, And I think that was, like, his, that was his point. He was yeah. just like, no, you're not quitting. You're not, I was like, the season didn't start, so technically.
1: <laughs> that's true, that's true. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I swear to God, I remember telling him that. I was like, the season hasn't started, so technically I'm not quitting. It's, it's the summer time right now. It's <laughs> And he was not like, no, you're not quitting. you start it, you're going to finish. You're going to do both sports, football and wrestling. And I, I think that's where it stems from. But I definitely let him know. I was like, no. Our football team was booty. <laughs> it was <booty>. He <laughs> was going out there just taking hits for no reason.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Cheeks, I mean, how, how did your conversation go with his pops?
2: I, I don't know if I had, like, a direct conversation. It was one of those, like, just drop hits every time around. Ah, okay, okay. Like, oh man, like hey, if there's, hey, there's a tournament this weekend, uh that dude who whooped his ass last year is gonna be there. <laughs> just, all shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but well,
3: so I got I got a question for you, Jamil. So um how much I, I guess what's the next move? Okay, let's say you make the Olympics. I'm I'm forward thinking. Make it you <laughs> represent the United States, everything. Um, everything goes well. How long do you see yourself wrestling and like what's the next stage? Would it be coaching? Would it be how write your book or what, what would it be? <laughs> uh,
0: for me, uh, I'm gonna say so I'm in the, I'm an officer in the United States Marine Corps. So for me, I'll keep, I'll keep wrestling maybe another year, maybe two years if they let me. Um, if not, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish my time in the, in the military. So I plan to retire. Uh, after I retire, I'll only be 42, but I, I want to have a academy. I'm not going to give the details of my academy because Fair I enough. don't want anybody swooping in. Fair I enough. apologize. Fair enough. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I've traveled. I've seen a lot of different uh, cultures and countries and the way they do, like the wrestlings and sports and um, academia. And I'm going to try to do something myself. And see if it works out.
1: But I plan on having my own academy. We're uh, in the U.S.? Yes, in the U.S. Okay. Now, would you come back to North Carolina? Or is that a. I know, I think Cheeks said, you're in Florida right now, right? Uh,
0: I'm in North 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 Carolina. Carolina.
1: Oh, you're in North Carolina? Oh, okay. Cheeks, I guess you gave it – Did I not hear you right? I might have
2: said Jacksonville. Ah, okay. I just thought. Yeah, he thought. Yeah, everybody thinks. Jacksonville.
1: Not this place. Not (laughs) 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 this.
0: Okay. I don't know where I'm at. It ain't Jacksonville. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I definitely I'm gonna do all that stuff, and then I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna pay my my dues back to the sport. Hopefully, it's still here. The way they're cutting programs yeah. and stuff, yeah. but uh, I'm gonna pay my dues back. Even if it's not here and it's very small, I'm still gonna do it. Like, I think wrestling is not nothing against other sports, but it teaches you so so much. Even if you're good, you're bad, you're stuck, it doesn't matter. Like, you can't get, especially when they're kids, you can't get hung up on the wins and losses. But it just teaches you like, because life slaps you every morning, like. How many memes do you see about, like, oh, man, like, me getting up this morning? And, like, wrestling is, like, a constant reminder. It's like, hey, like, it never stops. It's not going to get easier, you know, no matter how much you wrestle. Like, I think Jordan Burroughs said at one point, like, he was saying, like, he had, like, lost a couple times or something after he had won the Worlds and the Olympics, and, you know, he said something about, I remember it was on the float. He said something like, like, I started thinking like these guys were going to lay down for me. You know, I'm the the champ. He was like, No, they're they're out there to kick my ass. You know what (laughs) I'm saying? Like, I'm the champ. I need to protect it. It's not going to get any easier. And that's why I like wrestling. It's just a constant reminder. like life is hard. It's okay that it's hard. It's part of the struggle. And everybody's going through it. Yeah. No, everybody's going through it. You have to go through it at your own pace. I just love it. I love
1: wrestling. Cheeks, you got any questions that you want to get off before he goes uh, traveling for his exhibition?
0: Can you give me some autographs?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some
0: some autographs. When I I become an Olympian, I'll give an autograph. Right now, I haven't solidified anything.
2: (laughs) Just give me the dude from Cuba. I'll I'll take his you Oh you know. want you want me to get Barrero's yeah. autograph for you? <laughs> no no. <laughs>
0: like, no. <laughs>
1: There is no way. Alright, so you said Only you one could hope. You, yeah. You finish you say you finish up the Marine Corps at forty two, start your academy. I mean I think I mean that's pretty pretty solid. Is there anything like advice out there for anybody who was Thinking about wrestling, or maybe doesn't really know anything about it. Kind of how would how would you, you know, give him a little a little words of wisdom?
0: Well, I'll talk. I'll shoot advice to like younger kids, like high school, you know, middle school. One thing that Austin kept telling me over and over and over and over and over again because I was so serious about everything. Have fun. Have fun. You know what I'm saying? It's hard, but enjoy the hard times. You know, enjoy it. Have fun. Have fun. You're going to win. You're going to lose. You're going to get pinned. You're going to pin people. You're going to take people down. You're going to embarrass somebody. You're going to be on somebody's highlight reel. You're going to put people on your (laughs) highlight reel. You know, like, have fun. It's just the journey, you know, and it doesn't stop at that match. You know what I'm saying? For anybody, any kid who will listen to this, like, it doesn't stop at that one match that you lost and you got pain in front of your girlfriend and, you know, everybody's laughing. Like, nobody gives a fuck. You were out there. Everybody else was in the stands. You were out there. You know what I'm saying? And you have a chance to come back over and over. You can wrestle, keep wrestling, or you can let that moment define you. But have fun in the struggle, you know? Just have fun. That's what got me through it. I swear <laughs> to God.
1: <laughs> what would be, since you brought up if your girlfriend in the stands, did you talked about Chiefs talked about your your worst beatdown but what would make, be your most embarrassing moment would that have been it wrestling no
0: I, I never really got like super embarrassed yeah I think cause like the way my my father raised me like <laughs> he's gotta be kinda tough <laughs> 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 hey like you just you just take it but I've never gotten super embarrassed about anything like of course like my pride or like my ego might hurt a little bit if I got tech like I got teched by Corey Mock, and, you know, I got him over here, told, told you he was going to put your ass, with. I told you, I told you, and then Bo was talking about, so, man, like, I can't believe he's that good. I'm like, I still got to wrestle. I just, just still have to wrestle. You know, so, I, I have a very tough skin, you know, like, I never really got embarrassed, and that was, like, the most embarrassing part, but I was like, hey, and either I could have, and that, that's another deciding factor, right? Like, I go undefeated. You see this a lot in high school. You go undefeated, you get beat, and whatever, this guy beats you, and then they don't even place. How many times have we seen uh, kids get beat? They don't make it to the finals, and they don't even get third place. You get what I'm saying? Like, they drop the pack, Yeah. but the fight's not over. You get what I'm saying? I'm still fighting for the next
1: next spot, and yeah.
0: that's what kids need to, like, understand. It's like, tell why you fucking beat me. You <laughs> I mean, he's not wrestling. I'm
1: beating him, I guess,
3: like in the lone scheme of
0: things. I'm still wrestling, and he's
3: not. But. Yeah. So, um, and I know as you, as you prepare for your exhibition, uh, of course you want to win, but is there something in particular that maybe you spent most of the quarantine focusing on or a specific technique that maybe was kind of, maybe have been weaker over the past few years that you're really kind of trying to focus on as you go into it? And I, I don't know too much about wrestling, You said stuff about pinning. Is that something that you're going to focus on as you go into the exhibition? Or is it what? And you you don't necessarily have to tell us all the details because, of course, you know, but, you know, something that maybe you can kind of speak to.
0: Yeah, uh, for me, it's mainly my pummeling. Uh, I've always been a decent pummeler, but I'm very strong for my size. So, like, sometimes I get away with my strength and. This go around, I've been I've changed my my wrestling style in the sense of my pummeling style. Uh, I've changed a few things on partier, um, and I mean there's there's feet in partier, so there's, there's not a lot. And uh, I've changed my bottom work in partier, so like my partier defense, I focus on so like yeah, I focus on my pummeling, I focused on uh, new partier moves, and I focused on uh, new defenses and like how to like get yeah, out of things better than I have in the past and I this that's why this this time has been so good for me because usually like when you compete compete you start building these habits and like I said I'm I'm strong for my size and I've been wrestling bigger guys in the room Peyton Walsh and um uh, was it was a Johnny uh Terrence like they're a lot bigger than me which I can't use my size against but If I was practicing, like, typical and competing, I can't wrestle these guys all the time because it hurts. (laughs) They're so big. But I've been able to focus on, like, doing, being in the right positions instead of trying to muscle people. And I think this is going to show this time. I hope. uh, I'm
1: definitely going to give it 110%. But I'm very confident going into this. Where, If someone wanted to watch this exhibition, where could you watch it? Is it available?
0: Yeah, Flow Wrestling. So Flow Wrestling this year will be – I guess sponsoring
1: UWW, which is kind of like the NFL for wrestling. Okay. Um, and Flow
0: Wrestling is kind of like I guess like the ESPN, ESPN now for wrestling. Uh, but yeah, if you have a Flow account, you can watch it there. They're they're streaming everything this year. Uh, they they sent out a big article about it in December. But yeah, you can watch it on Flow Wrestling.
1: And then when you the Olympic stuff, we wouldn't really know until after, right? They're not going to necessarily stream those. Uh, matches up into all they will, yeah. Those
0: they'll, they'll stream those matches and they'll be, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure they'll be on flow because, like, okay, that was the problem before because all these international matches and like you go online and try to watch them, but in other countries you're allowed to stream it, but in America you're not. And I think flow fixed that this year, like, you have to pay to watch it because it's America, yeah, Man, <laughs> <really> like it. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Yeah, they fix that. Like, you'll be able to watch it. I'm pretty sure you can, like, pick your matches that you want or follow people and get notifications. Uh, That's how I do it. Cool. Whatever. But, yeah, everybody will be able to watch it. If you want a little hack, the cheapest way to do it is to buy,
2: like, a VPN and change it to, like, a different country. So then you can go to UWW's website and just watch it for free. Oh, well, there it
1: is. Shout out to Cheeks. Yeah, sh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: shout out. Hey, shout out VPN, baby. Yeah, that's
1: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> All right, so, Jamil, I sent you uh, in your Instagram DMs a bunch of questions from a notebook. I'm going to give you a little bit of time to pick one. I and already got one. Okay. You already got one. Okay, so I'm going to let you simmer for a second while we do a quick update on our uh, we'll just read out our top ten for the pick them. Uh, somehow, I'm at first. All favorites the second. Duvall sitting at third. Quarters, fourth. Danielle's fifth, Gadetta's sixth, Jesse's seventh, Lurz is eighth, Logan's is ninth, and uh, Chris Mikan making his debut in the top ten at tenth. Duvall, I put the pressure on you for Pickham because you were in second, and I thought you had me there. I thought the Titans were going to pull the upset, and they too, didn't. So, and I think there was only like two people who picked the Browns over the Steelers in that last game. But that's,
3: yeah, And that's what I was hoping. I was like, if I can get this Tennessee one, I'll be one step closer. Yeah. And I cause I cause I knew, and of course you were up a couple, I was like, I can't pick all favorites yep. I was like, because if he goes all favorites too, I'm not gonna get anything. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? You gotta be a little, a little aggressive. I mean, you know, if I finish in the top five, top ten, I mean, this is the time where I, I gotta swing for the fence.
1: So. That's right. And see, this is my time where I just gotta be safe. It's hate as it's much as I hate safe. being safe, I was sitting there going, Well, I have to because I got Dicey on that week seventeen, and that's how you caught up because I was four yeah. picks ahead. And I picked too many upsets that didn't that didn't help me. So you were able to catch up. So I was like, I gotta stay safe to it. And Luckily, the only difference we had would have been that Tennessee Baltimore game, and it went in my favor with the favorites. So I was all right. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how this shakes out. And then uh, quick quick, I mean, it was a butt whooping last night on the Natty. Alabama's gonna be Alabama for the next 10, 15 years. So if anybody has any thoughts on that, I mean, there's nothing really to talk about besides. I mean, Alabama was Alabama, and Ohio State was Ohio State, so.
3: I I, I just, the only thing I am, of course, I'm not a coach. I'm sitting here in my house. But there's absolutely no way that you could let Devontae Smith go for 200 yards (laughs) and three it in the first half. Like, at some point, like, once once he had 100 at the end of the first quarter, you should have been like, okay, listen, somebody else got to beat him.
1: Somebody (laughs) No, but you know what? Sorry to interrupt you, Deval, but what killed me was when – they put my man's in the slot again. What is up with what is up with college defensive coordinators? Infatuated with putting linebackers on some of the best receivers in the country, and then just being like, "Oh, I thought you had him." Like. We all know good and well looking at that 32 or whatever that number white guy for Ohio State was. He lined up, and I'm sure he was over there yeah, like, no chance. really, Coach? Like, this is what you're going to do to me on national television is put me up against the best – the guy who just won the Heisman one-on-one yeah. down the middle of the field with no safety help and just watch him get dusted. Like, that to me was just – I would be mad at my coach for setting me up for failure like that. Yeah.
2: Uh, I probably just would have stopped. Yeah. Like, hey, he would just ran past me. Like – I, and then it,
1: it, what's I said college coaches? I'll even say that the Browns Pittsburgh game when they had that linebacker against Jarvis Landry in a slot one on one and third. I'm like, that's their best receiver. And why are y'all matching up a subpar? Like I just sometimes it feels like coaches overthink and try to get too fancy with it when it's just like. And I know Devonta Smith, like you said, Devonta, It was going to be hard to stop him, but. The Waddle, whoever it was, it where whoever that corner was for our State wasn't getting it done. But it's time to no. send two or three guys over there and say he's not going to get 250 yards in one half.
3: Yep, now. I'm with you. At, at, at some point, you got to say to yourself, "Listen, we put a safety over the top, and we keep the corner underneath. And then if he's if he gets us in the let somebody else beat let yes. let Waddle beat us, and he's coming back from injury. So if he beats us, if the running back beats us." Uh, for second or third string receiver pieces, we just look, that's yeah. fine. I can live with that. But I can't live with Devontae Smith going for two fifty in the first half and three TDs. And he didn't even have to play in the second half, <laughs> and he got That didn't even He had easily three hundred yards.
1: Yeah, I mean it was crazy. So yeah. Cheeks, any thoughts on that?
2: Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know what in I could have done a better, like, coaching job, but, like, it would have been much
0: worse.
1: Yeah, that's, it was, it was, it's just tough watching it, so. Jamil, you yeah. have any thoughts? I didn't even know. You college football guy, or? No, I got three kids, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still so wrestling. I feel you, hey.
0: Like, right, me doing this right now is a privilege. Oh, yeah, I know. know why, I
1: actually, it. I was going to, yeah, I was going to say that. I, was, I really appreciate you stopping through. I know Chiefs is mentioned you have three kids, so I know it's tough to get an hour to yourself. And to convince the sweet thing to let you take an hour to do this. So I do appreciate you stopping by. So we'll go ahead and get to you. What question you got for us?
0: Would you rather be on the original cast of Jersey Shore or Party Down South? I don't know if people might hate me for this. I know there was like only one season of Party Down South. And I'm a little country. And I would definitely have to do the Party Down South. Jersey Shore is like iconic. You know, but I don't think I would be able to fit in with those people. <laughs> and that swag, I think I would have been an outlier. So I would have had to go with Party Down South. I'm a little country.
1: Yeah, I mean, with with that aspect, yeah, definitely. Because like I said, I grew up in North Carolina as well. So Party Down South was right up, you, as you would agree, our alley per se, with what yeah. they did. Jersey Shore obviously hit it bigger because it was ahead of its time kind of thing. And no one really knew yeah. what Guido's were outside of – the Northeast, but I think I would have had more fun, more of my people and my speed with Party Down South as well. So I'll, I'll agree be with you fun, on that. Yeah.
0: Playing in the woods. Yeah. I mean, that, literally, that's
1: what I did as a kid. Like, <laughs> I literally every summer walked to the lake. I stayed at the lake as long as I could until my dad yelled for me to come back. <laughs> All right. Chiefs? Uh,
0: I, I think I'm definitely going to judge a short here.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, what? Be Wait. Okay, I, I have some reasonings. Number one, like let's be honest, cats—the cats party down south. Most of them were Trump supporters, so
0: that <laughs> kind of eliminates me. Um, okay, but Trump
2: wasn't a thing then. That's,
0: that's, like, that's
2: true.
1: That's true. Okay,
0: know. okay.
2: They probably used the N word. So, <laughs> that, oh my god! <laughs> a bit of... I mean, they're from
0: North. Being from. North I mean, it, it ain't like, you know, I as long as they don't doing direct doing. it towards me, <laughs> as long as they don't direct it towards me, or I hear them speaking of me in that manner, we won't have any problems, nobody's <laughs> brains won't be on the ground, and we'll all be friends. <laughs> uh, the the, 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 the uh, cast of Jersey Shore, like,
2: I could have just sat back and just watched them do what they did, and just been like, yo, these motherfuckers are crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. yes. I mean, to
0: be honest, with you, if I was on Jersey Shore, I think I would have been cool with Paulie. Like, yeah. I think I would have instigated with him and I would, you know, trying to, like, just see everybody act crazy. <laughs> because, like, I'm kind of like a private person. And if the cameras are on, I'm, like, way, way, way more reserved. I am kind of crazy. I mean, am pretty sure Austin can attest to that. I've had my crazy moments, but I'm not going to do anything crazy on camera. Like, I can't believe half the shit that people have done. Like, yeah
1: wow that's and why they just urge. that's why they just kept fe- feeding them that liquid courage what's the liquid hey they filled that stocked that house with all them liquor bottles and that's when you got some of that crazy
0: I mean just imagine having your college
1: oh no years oh. on tape oh I'm glad we, I, we we've talked about this before the podcast <laughs> we're so glad like our college, it kind of ended and like smartphones were just becoming a thing yes. at the very end. So all, all we really had was some grainy photos and grainy videos that didn't last through the phones because they broke every year or so and the phones were so bad. So yes, I agree with you. Having some of those nights and moments, I am so glad that they're not popping up on TFM or somewhere else. Because or bar stool, bar something because Nolly. definitely it would have happened. I've had cheeks, had stories. We all got stories of each other, kind of things of just nights of like, whoo, I'm glad it was just y'all remember it and telling it, but there's no video evidence to go along with it." it is.
3: Yes. No faith, no case. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, yes. yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I, I would say for me, uh I would say neither because I ain't seen either one <laughs> of those. <conversations. laughs> So, I, I have no dog in the fight, man, so uh, I'm glad y'all took me last, because I ain't fucking know, you were just, like, uh.
1: Yeah. Fair enough, fair
0: enough. I mean, Jersey Shore is like a ritual, especially like, I think when we were in college, like, that's what you watch Thursday before yep. you go out, yep. or you're know, yep. and you're like, oh yeah, Cavs in here! Yep. I'm so glad none of that was on video, like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my God. So <laughs> I want to relive, relive that over and over again. But kudos to them. They made a life out of
1: it. Oh, yeah, they did. All right, Jamil, any final thoughts before we, we go here?
0: No, thank, thank you guys for like having me. I think this is super cool. I'm very modest, and I never put myself out there. Uh, if you've seen my Instagram, it's very, very bland. I don't post anything, but... Uh, <laughs>
1: Uh, I think this is super cool. Uh, I thank you guys for having me out here. Hopefully, to get some uh, some type of heat. Well, yeah, I gotta say I appreciate cheeks for bringing it. You know, I've said I knew we've hung out before and had some beers back in the college days. Yeah, nothing too really, crazy, yeah. And I appreciate yeah. cheeks uh, bringing it up. Like I said, I always appreciate other people suggesting. You know, hey, have this person on or whatever. So. It was good. I think it was a good conversation. Potentially a, a future Olympian, so that'd be cool. Come the time, good luck in all your your exhibition. Hopefully you get you know stay healthy, and get some Ws out there, learn some stuff, and then good luck to uh, that that whole process. April through, I guess, when Olympic Olympic trials are actually in what May or June? Nah, no, they're in, they're beginning in April. April, uh, okay. And uh, they'll be in
0: uh, Pennsylvania, or not Pennsylvania. Penn State,
1: Penn State, but then when is the actual Olympics? August, uh, August, yeah. Okay, August. okay. So you you'll figure It'll be that. For like a month. Okay, okay. So that's in August. All right, because I know it was supposed to be last year, and then COVID wrecked everything, and <laughs> now they're doing it this year. So, well, yeah. Hopefully, COVID is my come up. Hey, there we go. There it is. There it is. You should
0: trademark that, man.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Man, look, he's already got a book deal, a TV deal, a movie deal. He's going to have, look, put some T-shirts on it. Yeah, you COVID is my come up as you're about to enter the mat. I feel like you might have something there. So you can sell some T-shirts. Sell some T-shirts. Yeah, once you hit the Olympics, you sell some T-shirts with that on the back. You might be able to catch some fire there. So. Alright, man. I, yeah, Jamil, I appreciate you. Stick around a little bit afterwards. Actually, I'm just going to go ahead. We're just going to do I'm going to hit record, but I'm just recording so I can pull the screenshot to throw on Instagram and stuff of us talking. So, But I appreciate you. Duval Cheeks, appreciate y'all coming through. And, yes. you know, Duval, how we send it out.
0: Peace. Do nothing I'm about. I'm coming all day like the clock on the wild. Take up and get your money, little double Get your money, little duffle bag boy. Get money, and I ain't never ran from a nigga. And I damn sure about to be today the star.